Hello, and welcome to the Cultivating Confidence podcast. I am your host, Dr. Nicole Grams. I am a life coach who specializes in anxiety, health, and human design. And I also happen to be a functional medicine pharmacist. This podcast is a compilation of conversations that I've had with clients and colleagues. So listen in as we explore the mind, body, and soul's confidence in its many forms. forget what I said and now it, <laughs> it should was, be recording it was, it was really smart though <laughs> we'll never remember what it was now that we're recording what was well, that? it was just but about being it was about being free to be yourself instead of trying to change who you are to mold into whatever other people expect from you and how human design can help you kind of discover who you are. And and like, that's exactly what I have experienced through human design and why it has become an obsession for me is because like, I've never heard myself described in such a fashion. Like I'm, I've always been interested in astrology and horoscopes and all that stuff. But like, this was like, I'm reading about me on this paper and it's who I've always wanted, who, who I've always naturally been, but tried to resist because I thought it was wrong. Like, being a projector and that's what I love so oh yeah froze um but yeah being a projector and knowing that like I'm not meant to work a nine to five consistently over and over and over again like projectors are only supposed to work three to four hours of worth of effort in a day and like you can do a full eight hour day but then you need a day to recover from that otherwise if you continue to push yourself it's going to be not good for your health. And so many of us end up in burnout because we're not meant to be working all the time and doing, doing, doing. So, I mean, that just goes back to listening to your body, but we've been so disconnected from that. And this was sort of like permission to like rest, honestly. No kidding. Oh my gosh. We could spin off just on that topic alone yeah. for busyness, right? Yeah. But like even on this whole human design concept, what we were just saying um, before we started recording was just like, we live in this world where we are constantly told we are not good enough, that we need to change ourselves. We have to change how we look, how we dress, what we do, who we're with. We're so obsessed with, you know, proving ourselves to achievements and, you know, calling success, you know, based off of how many things we do, how busy we are, how much money we make, and we need to change, you know, who we are so that more people like us, and like, what if we just loved ourselves exactly as we are, and learned how to accept, you know, just who we are naturally, and Mm -hmm. learned how to work with it, instead of working against it, and I love, you know, that human design, right, it like calls out all of these things about ourselves that, right, we once thought like, oh, these are exactly the things that I thought I needed to change about me. But now that I see this and realize like, this is just who I naturally am. And a lot of other people are too, you know, that are, you know, like say generators or projectors, reflectors, you know, like I'm not the only one that operates this way. So it like calls out your uniqueness, but also reminds you at the same time, like, oh, but I'm not the only one, like of all the humans on the earth, you know, like we can all fit into these categories and we operate in these different ways. And that's a beautiful thing. Maybe I don't need to change anything about how I am. Perhaps I can focus more on just 
embracing and accepting these parts of myself right. and being proud mm -hmm. of like these unique traits that I possess, yeah. you know, that they're unique, that they're perfect, that they're special and they're not a problem or, you know, like some <laughs> error in our design that needs to be corrected, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, powerful stuff, like learning about yourself and like accepting who you are. Cause that was like, that was honestly, when I started learning about myself as a projector, I was like, this is the first time I like stopped criticizing myself for all of the things that I wasn't doing right. Wasn't doing right. Like exactly. And, and then it was like, I have to share this with people because if this was so eye-opening for me, and it became so much easier to not criticize myself. Like imagine where we would be if people criticized themselves 5% less even. Like <laughs> seriously, and even just that 5%, that would make right. a huge impact. Cause let's yeah. think about it. Like in an average day, the mind is usually constantly running on autopilot. Even if we're focused on something else, it's playing in the background. And how often, I mean, gosh, of, of the thousands of thoughts that we have in a day, how many of them are like just on autopilot criticism of ourselves? Most of them. Like, oh shoot, that was stupid. Why did I do that? Or even, you know, criticizing ourselves especially, but also criticizing everything else around us. My goodness. Right. Um, and it just imagine by 5%, think of how many thoughts that actually would be mm -hmm. in just one day. 5% right. of our thoughts to the, to eliminate that criticism and right. think like every criticizing, like judgmental thought that we think about ourselves is like slowly, like tearing down our confidence, right? Just one little thought at a time. And they happen so automatically that like, we think it's normal. Yeah. We're so used to it. Yeah, we're just used to being beaten down mm -hmm. every day. Where don't you notice there are some days by the end of the day you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted, yeah. and I don't even know why. It could just be from the own, our own thoughts yeah. in our head running us ragged. Yeah. So that well, I mean, even even for me, impact. like right now, I asked you this morning if you wanted to do a live, and it didn't work out. But I was completely ready to show up just like this. And now that we've started recording, I look at myself, I'm like, oh, I didn't do my makeup. I didn't brush my hair the right way. Like, why are we doing this? Like, none of that matters. <laughs> but like, I'm calling myself out here because it's so natural to like fall back in those patterns that this doesn't really matter. The point is I want to show up and have this conversation with Krista and maybe something I say, or we say will inspire somebody to do something different in their lives that helps them. Right. Like that's the point of what we're doing. Exactly. It doesn't have and anything to do today, with whether I put eyeliner on today. <laughs> right. And on zoom, like who's really going to notice that? Right. Who's going to notice? Oh my gosh, Nicole, yeah. she's not wearing eyeliner. Yeah. Yep. Those eyes are not Can't trust her correctly, according <laughs> to what the media is telling us on the commercials every day. Really? Right. Yeah. yeah. I can't trust this woman. I was just thinking too, the same thing. Like, oh, is my hair still wet? Yeah. At least I showered today. Like, yeah. geez. Yeah. Well, I didn't even make it that matter? far yet. I just yeah. put a ponytail. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. It's, it's not like, about me. You know, again, in the society, <laughs> And it's not about how we look right to the rest of the world. Again, in the society that paints this picture that we must be so perfectly polished and put together before we put ourselves out there, God forbid, that might discredit our, you know, 
our authority or like, you know, what do they know? Like if she doesn't look perfectly polished and clean and like wearing her, you know, nice pantsuit and all of the things, then like, I must not be able to trust, like she must not really be a professional. I must not be able to trust the words coming out of her mouth. Like it's about what we've got going on on the inside. Yeah. What we project and, you know, how we appear to the external world. We've gotten so caught up in that, that it's like, we're tripping over that and we're forgetting about the divine, you know, knowledge and wisdom that's held within, like the mm-hmm. light that's shining within, we've been dulling it by trying, by trying to cover it up and put all these masks, you know, put on all the makeup and all of the, the nice clothes, the outfits, all of this external mm-hmm. stuff and like shifting and shaping, you know, and hiding the true light that, that's shining from within. Mm-hmm. And that's all that really matters. What's on the inside is what matters. It doesn't matter what you put on mm-hmm. the meat suit. I like to call it, you know, in this human experience, it doesn't matter how you dress up your meat suit. Like it's not changing anything that's on the inside, on the inside, that human design that you uniquely have on the inside is never changing and it never needed to be changes. Yeah. It never needs to in the future to be changed. Yeah. We just need to turn inward and look at that and right. stop worrying about all this external stuff and how that looks on the outside. Right. It doesn't matter. I've heard at it. At the end of, of this lifetime, are we going to care how we looked when we got there? No, we're going to care about the experience that we had. How, how much did we ourselves live fully? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, there was um, a analogy for human design. Like it, people talk about it as being your blueprint for how your machine works. Like sometimes right. your machine is just a blender. And if you're trying to cook hot soup in a blender, it's not going to work very well, right? Like if you're trying to wash clothes and like, no, you're just going to end up shredding them. So it's really like, what, what machine do I have and how do I, and it's not quite as extreme as that, you know, but it can be because if we're trying to do the wrong thing for us, we're going to feel terrible and feel like we failed. Like you yeah. can't teach a fish to climb a tree, Right. Exactly. I was going to say, I yeah. love that machine analogy too. And again, I'm sure we've all heard that um, analogy with the fish. Also, you can't teach a fish to climb a tree. Why would you need to? Why would you want to? Like let the fish it's in the water and let a fish be a fish. If you're a fish, let yeah. yourself swim and be a fish. Stop trying yeah. to climb that tree and, and force stop, yourself to Yeah. And like letting go of, do. giving yourself permission to let go of the idea that you need to climb a tree. And That's... stop watching the people that are climbing the tree, right? Or watch thinking, them. But I like, need to do what they can. Right, exactly. Absolutely watch them and support them. But like, that's not for me and that's okay. Exactly. Again, where we live in this world where, you know, we're constantly being shown, you know, like you must be a jack of all trades and be, you know, gorgeous and have all the right things, you know, all the right material things. In your Say life. all the right all things. Of these talents. All the time. You yeah. must be able to do all of the things, right? And just be super smart and talented and do everything. No, we're not all designed that way. We're all designed with our specific machines. And Nicole, you said it perfectly of like just learning to use and to love the machine that you've got and mm-hmm. stop comparing what you've got to the machines that other people have because yeah. they're all designed differently. And right. we're all meant to find and use and love what we've got to work with instead of feeling like we need to change and shift. Like, oh, wait, let me just change out a few different parts here so I can make my machine more like that person's. Yeah. No, yeah. no, well, you've got you've got the perfect equipment already. Yeah. And, and, it, and that, it just goes like, all that I do is just to help shop, find that, right? Yeah. And learn how to use it. Yeah. Well, and in order to run a household you need more than one machine 
So in order to run a community, you need all the different parts and pieces working together instead of trying to tear each other down or trying to tear yourself down. Like we still need all of the different things in order to grow as a community and thrive. Exactly. And man, it's, that's brings up a great point too, because also in the society, I feel that we are constantly, you know, it's this like dog eat dog kind of world, you know, we're so competitive and feeling like you're what you were just describing of like, you know, to run a household in this community, we need all of these different machines. And I feel like somewhere along the line, you know, we can distort this idea of working together with others and using our different machines together and often we think that, no, I need to do it myself. I'm just going to take the parts of their machines and I'm going to put it into my machine, right? And I'm going to figure out how to do it all by myself. And I'll perhaps tear those people down, like tear their machines apart in order to do it. Mm -hmm. No, that's not it either. Again, it's not about changing anything you've got going on in the inside or stealing or taking away from what anybody else has. It's about embracing what you've got and finding peace and that love within yourself and bringing that forward, sharing that with the world, offering your machine to be shared with others so that they can, you know, work together with the collective mm-hmm. versus all of this, like either destroying your own machine, trying to destroy others, and then nothing works, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> as long as we're doing that and tearing it all apart, then it's not functioning. But if we can show up fully and love the machine that we've got and offer that to the world exactly as it is, I mean, that's really yeah. the best thing that we can do. Yeah, but it and takes a lot of work to get there to love and really understand your own machine, yeah. right? Yeah, because it well, is and not everybody is meant to share their machine in the same way. It, it you have to do it in a way that feels good for you, right? It's not about like, oh, you're this type of thing. You have to go and do this in the world. Like, no, you still don't have to unless it feels good for you. If it brings you joy, absolutely. And that goes back to the human design thing. Like generators and manifesting generators are meant to find the things that light them up and do that. And I mean, everybody is, but especially generators, otherwise their life life force energy from their sacral center is going to burn out fast if, or like, um, but yeah, if you're not doing something that lights you up, you're going to experience burnout, no matter what, if you're not resting when you need to rest, you're going to experience burnout, you know, like I am a prime example of that in my last phase of life, for sure, as a generator, I absolutely did burn myself out. So isn't that interesting, you know, how that works out? And like now, like learning more about that and understanding, you know, these qualities of a generator, I'm like, oh, wow. It's suddenly, you know, it brings so much sense, you know, to like, no matter what point in life you are, when you first look into your human design, like, it gave me so much understanding of why I've acted the way I have my entire life up until this point. It's suddenly like, oh, wow. And instead of old patterns of like wanting to beat myself up for past mistakes and why did I do that? Why did I think this way? Like how stupid, why did I do these things? Mm -hmm. Now I suddenly have like all this compassion and understanding of like, oh yeah, because I was trying to make my machine do a different thing than it was designed to do. I was trying to make it operate in a completely different environment than it was designed to be in, you know, to perform different tasks than I was meant to in ways like way out of my natural comfort zone. And now that I stepped out of that and have like taken the time to reflect and really understand my human design and my nature and how I work. Mm -hmm. Wow. Suddenly how much easier it got now that I made peace with my design instead of trying to 
force it to fit in a different mold and work in ways that it was never meant to. Right. But man, yourself down. A, long, a long, painful struggle until, you know, I got to that place. And if you're out there and you're struggling and wondering, like, I feel like I'm like burning my, or spinning my wheels and burning myself out. Like, why isn't this working? I've put so much effort into like doing self-care or into creating the career that I want, creating the life that I want. And it's just not working. Perhaps looking into your human design might be worth while and understanding perhaps just the way you're going about it and the yeah. way you're trying to use your natural made machine yeah. just may not be quite the right way designed for you. Yeah. Well, and the perfect example of that is I think we're all uh, conditioned that we need to be manifestors, but also generators, but also projectors, but also reflectors. Like, no, 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 we can't be all the things. And like manifestors are the ones who are meant to go out there and basically insert themselves and say, hey, this is what's going to happen. I need help, you know, building this because I'm not going to have the energy to do it all myself. And it's, it's a very like, it's a, what is it called? Do I have it up on my wall? No, I don't. Um, it's, it's a very repelling aura and you're meant to repel the people that are not meant for you. And that's something that we're so conditioned to believe that in the, especially in the people pleasing aspect of things like, Oh, they don't like me. That's not okay. I need to change who I am. But manifestors are supposed to go out there and say, Hey, I'm going to do this thing. Like who's with me? And we're not all meant to do that. And if, if the rest of the types do that, it's not going to work out. Like for me as a projector, trying to be taught how to be a manifester never felt good for me because as a projector, I'm literally meant to wait for an invitation. Like I have all kinds of advice for everybody, but until I'm invited in to give that advice, it's not going to be received well. And like, I have a perfect example of a, fa- of a past job that I had. Um, I went in and I'm like, oh, this is wrong. And this is wrong. And this is wrong. And this is wrong. And they were basically like, please shut up. Like, we don't want your opinion on what's going on. And my life became terrible because I was trying to insert myself where I needed an invitation. And like reflectors are meant to take time to take, to make decisions. And like, they literally are supposed to wait a 28 day lunar cycle in order to make decisions that feel good for them because they don't have any inner authority. They're completely open to the environment around them. So you have to wait for the whole moon cycle to figure out like, does this really feel good with me? I know some reflectors. That's a great one. Okay. But me being a generator, I want to hear this. And you're like, Yeah. Generators are meant to respond to the environment that's around them. So you're meant to do the law of attraction sort of things. And your, your aura is very much more attractive and you have to just respond to what's there. You're not meant to go out there and say, this is what needs to happen. You're meant to say like, oh, I noticed that this is going on. Let me go do something about that. Like you don't have to wait for a formal invitation in the moment. Oh, isn't that so funny? That's definitely again, just a living example as a generator, anybody, any generators out there listening, or maybe you'll find out, maybe pause the video and go look up your human design <laughs> real quick and then come back and like, okay, yeah. this makes so much more sense. But man, did I used to try to push and like plan and like, this is what's happening. Yep. Be, yeah, I definitely was very forceful thinking, you know, living as a single mother and like working full time and gosh, even before that, getting through the college days, like I was very strict to a routine and felt like I had to plan, 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 plan. And isn't it funny that my life, like 
it completely unfolded and it's like the universe kept challenging me more and more let go of control stop trying to plan because you are meant to live in this moment you deal with what's happening right here right now and you do that very well but the more you try to project and plan out into the future the more troubles you make for yourself nope (laughs) the more i've been able to embrace that and accept just being present in this moment taking it moment by moment and just living being right here stop trying to plan stop trying to control the future let it go as Mm -hmm. tough as that can be i always you know come thank goodness come back to my spiritual practice come back to my yoga practice to anchor me back into this present moment like this is where i was designed to be the most you know efficient and like to like create the most success I guess for myself you know in this moment that's where I thrive so just finding how you work isn't that interesting of all of those different types you know I'll handle different situations differently so again of course you couldn't be like this person and that person and try to do all of the things at once because you were designed a specific way in a specific, mm-hmm. beautiful way. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing yeah. to change about it. All there mm-hmm. is is to acknowledge, to embrace, and to learn again, how to use the machine that you were given. Yeah. Well, and um, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing broken, right? No. It's just about understanding how it works. And it was always my natural tendency too. like looking back on it. I was always the shy kid that would come out of her shell once she was invited to do things. Like yeah. I would never, I never wanted to go up to people. And I like kids know so much about who they are and then they're taught not to be that way. But like, I was always like, I'm going to sit over in the corner until somebody invites me to play this game with them. I'm never going to go insert myself. And when I do, people don't like it. And that's why I don't do that. Right. Like kids understand energy a lot more than we give them credit for. And we also teach them not to use it in the way that it's meant to be used, which is the real tragedy, but. It is. Oh my gosh. We could spin down on that topic for oh my quite a while, right. On the conditioning. Right. Yeah. And like returning to that ultimately, gosh, and um, as an intuitive guide in my coaching programs, it's all about kind of like unlearning all of that conditioning, right? And like returning to that natural state as we were as children, you know, before we were conditioned and told that, oh, you need to all of all of these things that you naturally are. Oh, nope, you need to stuff that back in and change that and hide that and, you know, can fit in this mm-hmm. box, you know, to keep society comfortable and do all of these things. And Right. No, no, no. We got to unlearn all of that and get back yeah. to our true nature, you know, to yeah. that human design, back to your true self, your highest self, you mm-hmm. know, to that light that shines within, you know, we can insert all kinds of words, whatever resonates best with you. But it's all about just turning back inward and loving exactly how you were made because that was perfect. Stop trying to change it. You're only like running into frustration and like burning yourself out because you're trying so hard to change it. Trust me. I was that person. I spent a decade, a decade running myself ragged, trying to change who I was and be, you know, what I thought. Yeah. Well, and luckily yours was only a decade. Exactly. I mean, how many people spend an entire lifetime and not until they're laying on their deathbed, do they realize I should have done it differently. I wish I showed up differently for myself. I wish I would have let me be me. If there's, you know, the the greatest, you know, the questions of the universe, right? Why are we here? (laughs) You know, what is the purpose of life? And really, we may never know the exact Mm -hmm. truth to that answer. But ultimately, I feel that it comes down to 
living our truth, right? To discovering who we are, to discovering how our human design was meant to work and mm -hmm. learning how to work with that. How can I honor and love my most authentic truth? And how can I share that with the world? Mm -hmm. And that's the work that we do, right? Like that's why we were both guided to be coaches because once we discovered that in ourselves, don't you feel like there's nothing else we could possibly do but help other people find that for themselves? For me, that's true for sure. Yeah, and that's not true of everybody else and it's not meant to be true yeah. for everybody else. But like, yeah, I've, I've had several instances where when I start talking about what I'm doing with people, they, I've had comments about like, wow, you're really passionate about this. I'm like, yep. Like, wow, it really sounds like you found your calling. I'm like, I absolutely have. I don't know what it looks, what the end result looks like yet, but I know that I'm on the right path. And I haven't felt that way before in my life. Same here, same here. And like feeling that passion of just like wanting to shine that light. Like I found the light. I found some light that I'm following. It mm -hmm. feels really good marching down that path. I feel connected. My true self, I'm honoring the way I was designed. I'm no longer trying to change me. I'm just trying to love it more and to express my truth more. And we shine that light so that others can find that light too and start loving themselves. You know, it's like mm -hmm. passing the torch. So perhaps, I mean, anybody listening, if any of this resonates with you, if you're curious about learning more about human design, I'm telling you, Nicole is your girl. <laughs> and perhaps even just getting more in touch with yourself. I know I tend to all of my clients, we really focus on like the spiritual wellness, you know, mm -hmm. um, and finding that like, that's a step of it too, on the spiritual side of ourselves of trying to get back in touch with that inner light within of getting in touch with your own intuition and your highest self, your connection with the divine, what have you. And I love how in a way, like it is very connected with this human design concept too. Mm -hmm. It's just about getting back in touch with like who you naturally are on the inside and finding that all the validation you've been seeking externally has been within you this entire time. So I think in different ways, you know, the work that both Nicole and I do is all about redirecting you back to that light and helping you mm -hmm. find the answers that you've been holding within you this entire time. So if you've been feeling called, you know, maybe you've been feeling lost and unsure um, of what steps to take and just feeling like something's not right here. I'm not happy with my life. I'm not happy with how I'm feeling about myself and how I've been trying to change myself through this life, but I'm not sure how to even begin turning inward. Then send us a message. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, you're drawn to the people you're meant to in life, you know, who resonates with you. You're drawn to them for a reason. So just trust it. If you've even just like seen the screen, you're like, oh my gosh, Nicole, everything she's been saying, it feels really good. <laughs> Reach out to her. You know, if you feel that way about me, reach out to me. Like, that's the beauty of this. There's not enough coaches in the world out there, you know, with enough styles to resonate with everyone. Yeah. You know, there's 7 billion people on this planet. We all are designed in different ways and we all connect with each other in different ways. So when you find those people that, you know, just the way they speak, the words they say are really resonating with you, reach out, don't hesitate. Mm -hmm. You know, it's never too late to start fresh. Yeah. to change the mindset, to return to yourself. It's never, ever, ever too late. Not yeah. until you're resting on that deathbed. And my God, my friends, don't wait until that point. Right now is that was the perfect time to start making that change, to let go of the external expectations, you know, the, the people pleasing, the trying to be what other people expect you to be. It's mm -hmm. time to return to you. And now is that perfect time. So well said. stay tuned. 
for more conversations. <laughs> I love this. Nicole and I, you know, just as coaching peers, we love to connect. And we do it before we can start recording. We do a lot of coaching with each other, helping each other through our own things and how we're um, building our businesses. Like, how can we reach out to more people? And we realize, like, in having these interesting discussions, we're like, oh, my gosh, we need to record this. Because, you know, if we're... And then we always hit record just a little bit too late. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Better late than never, right? You always capture what we need. Yeah. What's meant to be shared. And if you appreciate any of this, comment and share. And stay tuned for more, more fun, you know, kind of spontaneous conversations with Nicole and I. Just keeping it real. We're Mm -hmm. keeping it real. Is that what we need to call this? Let's keep it real. Back to... (laughs) back to ourselves back in touch with our nature back in our human design let's stop trying to change and be something that we are not let's love ourselves and keep it real yeah. and that's what that's what it's about here just being in the safe space show up as you it doesn't matter again makeup no makeup whether or not you're showered or unshowered it doesn't matter what you're wearing or how you physically you know present and show yourself to the world it's how it all is on the inside and my goodness my friends today i hope you let that light shine and let it shine bright. Be proud of who you are and how you're naturally designed. Because I promise you, it is so perfect and nothing needs to be changed. Thank you for taking the time to listen in today. Many of you will be able to take the ideas that you've heard and apply them in your daily life. And that's really all you need. That's amazing. But for those of you who could use a little one-on-one help with how to make these things actually work for you in your real life, please reach out. The link to schedule a consult with me is in the show notes. You don't have to do this alone. See you soon.